0: Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hi. Our guest today is, they're a design duo from here in Decatur, Georgia. Their firm is called Gordon Dunning. Latham Gordon and Kate Dunning are here, and we're so excited to have them. Their work has been featured in House Beautiful, Atlanta Homes and Lifestyle, HGTV Magazine, and many more, and they were recently named House Beautiful's Next Wave Designers. What?
1: Yes. We're <laughs> <You're> so excited. <laughs> so How do you excited? feel? <laughs> um, like, pinch us, I think, is, 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 the, is the biggest feeling that we have. It's appropriate,
0: yeah. yeah. That's,
2: I would feel that way, too, I think. So but we've been joking, because my grandfather would always, when I was going to school and stuff, he'd be like, you, you should be in house beautiful what you need to do is get in house beautiful it was like good idea yeah. grandpappy that's what <laughs> I, I should do I one. love design yeah. but that's, hadn't
0: thought of that one that's really cute, <laughs> that's really
2: cute. <laughs> good idea
0: yeah well we're so excited to have you thank you for joining the show thank you for having us um, um i what well,
3: what were you going to say? What were you going to say? I was going to say I was just getting my nails done at lunch. And, um, you know, the okay. usual. That's not what I was going to say, but <laughs> Well, continue. no, I was looking at Lux magazine and uh-huh. obviously knew I was meeting y'all after. And, of course, you guys were in there. And I was like, well. <laughs> deal obviously <laughs> here i am in my magazine and i'm about to meet you so i was very oh, excited that's thank really you. funny i have one in my I bag know. thank you we're so excited Feel <laughs> <laughs> so, like you're flanky? are you carrying that around with you no um i'm
2: gonna i'm gonna totally wrap myself out um i'm expecting and so i'm at the doctor a lot and so i just keep leaving them there
3: <laughs> <laughs> you should dog ear your
2: own pages <laughs> and like circle it. things.
3: Sticky <laughs> note,
2: with amazing, sticking me? on the side. This I'm story. definitely so in nurseries. <laughs> and yeah, <everything>. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> One of our favorite rooms to design. That's okay, so awesome. well, you know
0: what? I need to make a note too. We need to get back to you and ask about your nursery design because <gasps> I'm excited about that. Oh, so, so good. That's so awesome. Well,
3: okay. Well, how about we All start with that? you start. Let's you going to start with.
0: Why don't we start with the nursery?
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> it looks
0: so the nursery. Good. Did you do it
3: together?
1: yeah obviously
3: <laughs> it's yeah.
1: very
2: difficult to you do, do anything alone okay so you don't make any <laughs> yeah.
3: decisions alone
2: no no if we no, do not we regret personal them. not design related <laughs> um a lot of design duos or i think a lot of partnerships are yin and yang and my husband and i are definitely that way i think you and your husband Better are that way me, yes but we are more of a diag- a venn diagram that overlaps with like tiny little slivers on either side so we've like a 90 percent overlap yeah are
3: you sure so what's your 10 percent
2: um, net lights we disagree on whether <laughs> net lights are used at Christmas
3: um,
1: um, toilet paper Kate says it doesn't matter if it's under or over which is just
3: blasphemous but it should be Charming. <laughs> always. But that's it
1: or Cottonelle we're all you know Ooh, Yeah. So okay 10% but matter. always
2: over but regardless. yeah I mean like really tiny things that don't really
3: Do, matter, don't matter.
2: They're, they're except for net lights those are heinous <laughs> <laughs> unless they are applied properly so we've done Christmas, Christmas lights in the nursery
1: <laughs> <laughs> whole accent wall <laughs> no that's not true
2: no it's magical it is
1: magical it's that's so great true. there was a shower actually at kate's house for kate's almost here
2: baby i didn't throw myself a shower <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> time to i, or
0: I mean. thought that you meant
2: an actual shower oh, there is oh. there is a shower at my home as well
1: <laughs> like but, a like a
2: cleaning one
1: but the nursery was like not totally tricked out probably two weeks ago and it was all tricked out minus the drapes um, mm-hmm. this weekend and it
2: looks so, so amazing. Oh it looks my God. so cute. So it's blue wallpaper from Tebo, that's like cute and sweet. And then we just did a renovation. We live in my grandmother's house in Decatur. Oh wow. Um
3: that's which really is cool. awesome,
2: which is super special. Um my gram. So we did a renovation on it over the past year, and we did a little secret door from the master closet into the nursery so we wouldn't have to walk mm-hmm. all the way ra- ra- around our big old house now. <laughs> um, so we wallpapered the room to kind of hide that little door. Um, so that's, that's really, really cute. And there's some Shel Silverstein poems in there with gold, and there's some Schumacher. What else is in there? There's a couple of sweet pink. There's another little... Mm-hmm. Um, schumacher rampant lions print that's a pillow mm-hmm. and then there's a chair i really really love old things we both do so much mm-hmm. like that's that's what we incorporate into design a lot mm-hmm. to tell a story and just to layer so there's a rocker in there that was my other grandfather's in his nursery so it's probably oh, gosh from the that's sweet 1920s which is pretty cool. It's, it's got really a hole sweet. in it, but it's fine. It's <laughs> right <laughs> where the seat is. But yeah, I'll yeah. Be fine. It's like it's upper fine. back corner. It's um, fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'll post some pictures. fine. Yeah. so it'll make sense. Yeah. yeah but it's really so sweet. sweet. Oh, it's so nice. sweet.
3: It's just really every cute. little
2: thing in there has got a story behind it, and it's just really, mm-hmm. really sweet. Yeah.
3: So how'd you come up with the plan for this? Um, Here,
2: organically. Well, we <laughs> we did IVF, so we've had a lot of time to think about it. And Latham has been holding my hand because. I've designed actually Latham's four year old like the week before she was born I was like okay I think you were going to get induced maybe yeah, the next on, day or something and I said okay before you leave though but... we have to design my nursery I'm not like not even planning on getting pregnant at the time <laughs> Stack so we've started there. And then, I mean, it's totally different than what that is. It's just, it, you've had to hold my hand on whether it's lavender blush or coral blush. <laughs> had a real but hard I time feel with like
1: that. What ended up being the nursery really started with the wallpaper. Yeah. I was obsessed with the wallpaper. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got
2: discontinued, but Kate got the final rolls. Oh, did. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how it ended up happening is Latham's like therapized me the whole time. It's like I can't make a decision. I can't make a decision. (laughs) Do you find that it's harder to do things for your own Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody's got to say that, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I think so,
1: probably. I guess it's more just there are so many options. Exactly. The menu
2: is too
0: large.
1: And you have a lot more, I feel like, non-negotiables when it's your own, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, that chair's staying and that chair's staying. And these things are from my grandmother and they're sentimental Mm -hmm. value, but Mm -hmm. also there are things that you've collected over time. And so to start fresh the way you would if you were hiring a designer, even if you're keeping those items, you can't back out of it yeah. enough um, to truly look objectively at your own project. Um, yeah. And it's a really lot more fun hard. to
2: play with other people's money than your own money.
0: To <laughs> be honest, <laughs> There's <all the>
3: <laughs> Valid point.
2: I'm sure yeah. I mean, we respect others yeah. money for sure. And it, budget is a necessary part of the puzzle, but when it's your own. Well, when someone's called us, they've already played that game. Yeah. yeah, usually they give us a number. And then in your own world, we're like, could it get a little bigger? Could I eat this Or it's week? just it's Tuesday to? and I decide I want new wallpaper.
1: <laughs> you know I mean? There's no real right. forward planning and, you know, all right. that. you just yeah. want it. Yeah. Because you saw it. Have to have yeah. it.
3: <laughs> Do y'all find you, at, both of you gravitate towards like wallpaper as your starting point? I think
1: uh, mm. we, we always say that you always have to fall in love with one thing. And then build the mm-hmm. room around it, whether that is a painting your grandmother did, your grandfather's uh, recliner. I don't care what recliner. it is. Lazy what, boy? Yeah, lazy that boy. Yeah. With a cup holder, preferably. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like whatever yeah. it is, if you love it, then a room that's truly beautiful can be built around it for you, mm-hmm. you know, um, and beautiful to you, you know, because – We don't do anything that we don't like, but there's a lot of things we like. I mean, yeah, you know, I like Pinot Noir and Cabernet and Chardonnay. You know, I mean, (laughs) I like all different types of. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And they're all good. It's just situational. And so whomever the individual is or the client or the team or the family or whomever is behind it um, makes a huge, huge difference. But just starting with one thing.
0: Yeah. Well, and I also think that I imagine you can – you can pretty much like anything in the right context. I feel like people will exactly. email us, mm-hmm. you know, a photo or or I'll have a girlfriend that'll say, "I have this lamp for my mom. Like, is it hideous? Do I need to get rid of it?" I'm like, I don't necessarily think it's hideous. I think it's maybe hideous with what you have it with. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's a way. There is a way to use anything stylishly and to pair it with other things that like sort of um, elevate it. Yeah, elevate it. Bring out. You know, it's best parts. Yeah, it's best parts exactly. Yeah, yeah. our project no, manager is really hard to do that with. But recliner
2: is hard to do that <laughs> with. Um, our project manager said yesterday, she's like, I just there was a particular piece we were talking about with a client. She goes, I could never think that was pretty, but then y'all put it with things, and it was a very sweet thing that she said. Y'all put it with things, and it makes sense. And we were explaining that there are the rules of design, like repetition and scale, and it's kind of a math problem when it's not your favorite, but you can put things with it that make it make sense, that make mm-hmm. it work together. It might not be my taste at the end of the day, even though that the the section that's not my taste is pretty tiny. Like You can usually find something that you appreciate yeah. about something. Yeah. And we say a lot, we respect it. Yeah, we respect it. Or good for her, not for me. Mm-hmm.
3: It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, Well, we train our clients to say good for her, not for me.
0: <laughs> okay, so say one of your clients ha- does have a piece that you're not super in love with what ha, what do you have like certain go-tos that you use over and over again like maybe an old chest with a modern art or some yeah. certain things that you feel like always help kind of turn something old into something fresh
2: The grand millennial movement has really helped with that. And that's something that I think we were born as anyway. There's tiny little grandmas that live inside both of us. (laughs) Um, There's grandmothers who raised us big time. We both have strong matriarchal um, influences. Yes. uh, Nanny and Graham. (laughs) Um, And so that's something that's just always been within us. And then now the the fact that that's being published and people are seeing that. Explain what grand millennial is. Well, I think <laughs> I think what it is is funky cool layered on top of grand traditionally grandmother items, like mm-hmm. things that you would think are too granny and too stuffy. And I think um, it kinda goes
1: back to finding the yin to the yank. You know, mm-hmm. I mean finding balance and proportion in that. You know, if it's a real clunky piece but it was their great grandmothers that they brought on the boat from Sweden with them. Well, you got to figure out how to make that work. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that case, it's probably not going to be a coat of paint. You know, it's probably going to be, let's pair the right artwork and the right lamp and complement it in a way Um, and give it a, you know, a place of honor if necessary, or maybe it's something else is layered with it and it's the backdrop. And sometimes that helps it do its best work. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think finding those, it kind of goes back to like, The basics of design right like proportion scale and then applying those to their things
2: and and using grandmama's piece is not that difficult it's when they've bought something last year Mm. or five years ago that really doesn't work in the space at all it's too big it's the wrong color they don't really love it it was kind of an impulse buy but they spent a lot of money on it Mm -hmm. those are the really really hard things to do yeah
0: it's not sentimental attachment it's i guess
2: financial financial yeah. it's usually yeah. Yeah, yeah like we we bought it and sometimes that's the thing that brings us to the project we bought it and now we know that we can't do this by ourselves <laughs> so,
1: and that's why we get to have a job which, which is just, I just
2: i'm so sad for them because that's that was a big a big investment right. and we respect that um so that is a that's a challenge and without right. those challenges why the heck do we exist so yeah yeah I don't know how we figure that out, but we usually do.
0: Well, I definitely (laughs) want to encourage people to check out your um, portfolio and Instagram because I do think just scrolling through, you can see Mm -hmm. tons of antique pieces. And, you know, maybe if you were just seeing that item on Cherish or at a thrift store or at your grandparents' house, you would not really think twice about it. But then seeing it in the context that y'all are talking about really shows you how, like, old oh, can be cool. And it's just really about how you style it, I guess. Exactly. exactly.
1: And yeah, I think history is just a big part of who we are. Um, and like my great grandmother owned a furniture store in downtown Atlanta, you know, eons ago. And so I grew up with that appreciation of furniture. It took me a very long time to figure out that I was going to be an interior designer. But that's a very long, convoluted <laughs> tale. I should have known a lot sooner. But I grew up in a family that we made furniture work. Mm-hmm. You know, and you had great grandmas, whatever, and maybe it was a Rose Bowl. Maybe it was a side table, but you made it work mm-hmm. and you feel, figured out how to honor it. And I think just getting that practice early on, too, made a big difference um, in how we approach it now. And case the same, like your family just held on to things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, moving in, um, sadly and coincidentally, obviously, no one would want to do this. But my grandmother actually passed away the day that we moved in and it was very hot and we were sobbing our faces off. Um, so it was rough. But all of her stuff was still there. Mm-hmm. So I had just just because I was there um, and a lot of my family didn't. Well, my my cousins and things. My sisters definitely have things and my parents have mm-hmm. things. Um, so I just have a lot of her just random like plates and things like that that we've used in decorating.
3: that's what we're talking about
2: today. (laughs) My grandmother didn't. Well, one grandmother talked like that, but one did not.
3: (laughs) That's fantastic. Well, Well, you guys talk a lot about history. You've already, you know, you say it on your website and you talk about it. You've already mentioned it, too. How can, you know, how can people really bring in history if they don't have it? Oh, that's a good
2: question. Um, We actually have one client. She's so, so sweet. And she's like, I don't have any grandmother's things, but I'm really good at buying them. (laughs) So talk to her. Um, (laughs) She is really good at buying them. And she gets some great pieces. Um, I used to spend uh, in my early 20s when I lived in the Highlands and would have a really, really good time. Um, On Saturday mornings, like wander around the antique stores, like just doing that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. A cup of coffee in hand and start to see what, what's out there and what was, um, show houses, Mm -hmm. I think are great tours of homes. Mm -hmm. Um, and estate sales. I I grew up going to
1: estate estate sales sales a lot. There was a family friend of ours who hosted estate sales all the time. And in fact, recently, um, when she was moving out of her home, had an estate sale and (laughs) my mother bought me her dining room chairs. And so those are now my dining room chairs. This woman that kind of introduced us, to estate sales, but those are amazing too. And I think those teach you a lot of not sound snobby, but like what's good old stuff and what's not good old stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think walking around those, I mean, there's dealers in there and then there are just people with taste and Mm -hmm. it's just interesting. Even if you don't have the money to buy something that day, if you don't want to buy something, you don't have the space to put something just walking around and looking at them and seeing who's picking up what. And I think teaches you a lot, you know, Kind of on the job training, if you will, or just if it's for your fun, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of see what's the good stuff. And it um, teaches story a lot yeah. too.
2: We went to, because um, that's what we're in love with is the the story part of history. Um, we had a
1: client we met with this morning, and um, we worked with her on her new construction several years ago, and now she's layering in some other components and redoing a few rooms. And um, she, but they sold their historic home to build this new home and just but because it didn't work for them i mean it was too Mm -hmm. small for what they wanted to do it wasn't where they wanted to be and she's like but i just the 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 feeling of that home that history that Mm -hmm. old like i miss that how do we get that in this house and it is it's kind Mm -hmm. of that spirit of a home how do you bring that in and it's you know usually bringing in some old stuff
2: so how do you bring (laughs) the spirit of a whole old home into a new house Antiques really help. And you have to find out (laughs) what that means to people. Yes. So we really get to know our clients like really, really well. It just by talking to them, first of all, noticing things in their house and asking them questions. But then we have, I wish there was a better word for this, but we have a questionnaire (laughs) on our website or when you start to work with us. And it has just a lot of pointed questions that it can answer Mm -hmm. or not answer. I mean, not all of them are going to speak to people, but some of them are what what celebrity would live in your house. Um, Are there any
1: like television shows or movie sets that speak to you. What do you keep in your sock drawer that's not socks? What do you keep in your jewelry box that's not jewelry? You know, stuff like that. Ooh, what's so, your best
3: answer for those? I know, yeah. right? A lot of oh, them are funny things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are some funny ones too, like a bunch of stuff I'll never use, but don't feel like I can toss. Yeah, I mean, and the yeah. raw yeah. answers you get out of. So husbands particularly are very entertaining in the questionnaires because sometimes... You know, they're at the meeting and are silent. Sometimes they're the vocal one, but it's always the person that's not vocal that the questionnaire is really entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but more you, often than not, that is the husband. And you sometimes find out present.
2: some really interesting things about people, about what, what makes something a home. What color mm-hmm. is it? I mean, we have... Um, one client who was very, very, very close with her grandparents and that kind of avocado limey green is a comfort color for her where most people like are cherishes. terrified that yeah. <laughs> she, that just feels like home to her. And there's, there's mm. no way for us to give that to her. She had to give us that information.
3: Right.
2: So it's really the individual person mm-hmm. that makes a house, the home, like really digging into who they are. Yeah. And that's but, super fun. But
1: if, you know, sometimes they people come with story and sometimes it's, you know, my grandmother doesn't have any things. So how do I build that in? And yeah. we love sourcing antiques. And I mean, in every price point, too. I mean, there's ways to do that, whether it's in person, online, it's from far away, it's from local. And there's so many different ways that we source just based on the client's. Needs interest, personality, and budget, you know, mm-hmm. all those come into play. But if we can bring in at least one or two antiques or vintage mm-hmm. pieces in a room, it just creates such a sense of place. And it's not just like everybody else's. yeah um, we I mean, and they don't have to be expensive, necessarily. Right. I mean, um they just need to be beautiful and work for how you want them.
3: Yeah, is are there any there things you're looking for at antique stores right now that you're like dying, dying <sighs> for?
1: Um, I could probably buy thirty thousand chests, and I have nowhere <laughs> to put true. them. I don't know what it is—a like chest. Chest, 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 love a chest. Just there's something about like, what did it store? Was it you know? And it's probably been through multiple owners by the time you get it, so it was you know table linens for someone it was junk drawer for someone else it was and yeah. it's just kind of cool the can, stories that you can feel and you can fit a lot of
0: junk in there Yeah, too. <laughs> and Close you know we work storage. in
1: town atlanta yeah. a lot yeah and um in in a lot of other urban areas too just where real estate like every square inch is needs to have purpose right whether it's beauty or function but a lot of you know homes in town atlanta are on the smaller scale, at least I'm from South Carolina, so we have, like, you know, all kinds of real estate and everything, you know, could just <laughs> sprawl and sprawl and sprawl. Um, and so people, you know, are more conscientious, I think, about mm-hmm. what they put where and yeah. having storage always helps. But. When you
0: are antique shopping, is there any thing that you routinely avoid buying antique?
1: you got to mm-hmm. be careful on upholstery. I mean, that's that's something that you've just got to be careful about. Mm-hmm. Um, we do it a lot. It's just there are things to look for and check for and Make sure certain things aren't in a place where your people can't fix it. You know, like,
0: like what, like um, the stuffing, the like arms? stuffing. Can,
1: usually, anything actually, the upholstery is good. It's the frame. It's the
2: frame that you really gotta yeah. be careful about. Um, okay, and so sometimes more can money repairing, rebuilding it. Yeah, than, and it just ends up cost benefit analysis not working out yeah
1: (laughs) which is worth it if it's the aesthetic that you need and it's the chair that someone's going to be its purpose is beauty and it is not to be like used by your dog sleeping on it or your two young kids jumping on it you know
2: vintage tvs don't have a lot (laughs) (laughs) the tube television (laughs) is not doing well oh sorry sorry guys what about art do you buy buy a lot oh yeah of old art vintage and antique art um
3: do you reframe a lot
2: We were just talking about framing this morning, yeah, and we love... Uh, we use Caroline Budd in town. Oh, she is a spitfire. She's the best. Mm-hmm. She's the best. And, Tom, yeah, and Tom, we work with a lot. Love them. Shout out. <laughs> um, but we joke a lot. I mean, I think we do bring something to the table, but bring mostly the table. we curate other people's talents <laughs> yeah. and we make friends really well with these people. And we just cling on to them like crazy girlfriends. And Caroline's one of them. Um, and just, yeah, framing can make or break a piece. Yeah. And if it's... Just something that your kid just did in preschool, you can frame up beautifully.
0: Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Say I've gone to Scott's Antique Market, or any antique market, really, and I got like an old oil painting. It's very, Mm. you know, that classic kind of old Mm -hmm. world look. Do you typically frame antique art in the vein of what would be traditional, or do you go the opposite way?
1: Kind of depends on its setting. You know, (laughs) if you're in a historic Charleston row house, you know what, it it's probably going to get framed. Well, it really depends on the person that lives there too. Because if you were just going on the house, then it'd probably be really, you know, elegantly framed, very traditional, heavy, gilded. But if you're, you know, kind of a rad, you know, young couple that's moving into even a historic Charleston home, maybe you want that one leg in traditional and that one leg in the funk,
2: as we yeah. say. let say right uh, now we're doing... With something like that, we would go more simple, traditional, rather than, like, over the top. Yeah. Because then we can marry it better with an acrylic piece or a lacquered piece or something. But mm-hmm. we may also take a super traditional frame and
1: pop it on the abstract.
2: Yeah. yeah. So that we are really likely to do.
1: That juxtaposition, I think, it it helps things have longevity. It helps pieces have longevity. I mean, then they, you know, and we were speaking with someone recently about abstract pieces in really, like, elaborate traditional frames and was like well that's kind of because that's what people had they had that laying around and so then they popped it in there Mm -hmm. and that's why you see that happen a lot and therefore it has had a longer life than it would have but um now it just feels beautiful
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. what if per se you random example is this a a personal question no no not at all (laughs) (laughs) Say (laughs) say you randomly inherit a fine oil painting of oh. the Midwest.
0: Of the mid, what do you the mean? Of mid- the Midwest?
3: Midwest. No, we and uh, grandfather f- is from South Dakota uh-huh. and like cool. gave this painting. Must be cold. It is very cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why he had to give us the painting <laughs> just for warmth. <laughs> 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 um, no, so it's a very like Midwest. Kind of warm tone prairie Mm -hmm. painting. Mm -hmm. I have no clue how to elevate said painting.
2: Gotcha, Mm. gotcha.
3: I live in a ranch Mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Well, it's a ranch, South Dakota. So not South
2: Dakota. So, I mean,
3: it is a ranch, so I could put it next to my lasso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can get, I don't know
2: what they call them. I'm, I'm not very Midwestern at all, but what are, what are, why do they have a, in their yard all the time that's just like wheels with a metal seat? What is that? A wagon? Tractor? Tractor? <laughs> it looks like a pull behind, like an old...
3: Plow? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I think it is a plow, right? That the horse, the strap. Is that what it work? was? I don't know. I just feel like they're there a lot. That might be in the painting. You've been I don't in know. The paintings? Is it? Is it John Wayne there
2: t- too? <laughs> I don't think he went to South Dakota.
1: I, I don't think know. You take it to Tom and on yes. Buds. That's what I think you do. But I mean. I mean, really simple. I don't know if it is it on canvas or a large is it board canvas. canvas? It's large. All right. Here's another question.
3: This one isn't as personal. I don't know the answer. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Well, wait, you want to go back?
0: Can we not answer the question? I
3: feel like we need
0: to discuss ways to take something. I'm going to Tom.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that
0: was my
1: I answer. Mean, a professional framer is things. always your best bet because yeah. they do this all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, we have clients ask us, like, what about appliances? And we're like, no, no, no. We talk to appliance people about appliances. Like, we know good appliance people. We mm-hmm. are not good appliance people. Yeah. I don't cook. Kate does not cook. Do not ask no. us about which range works the best for sautéing fill-in-the-blank. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I know which one looks the prettiest mm-hmm. when you are sautéing things. But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we can meet in the middle on the aesthetic with the function mm-hmm. on that. But framers, I mean, we, we go to see... You know, any framer, you know, we come in with an idea. Like, this is what we're thinking. Mm-hmm. This is what the room looks like. This is what we think's best, but you're the expert. And they usually will pull down exactly what we said in the price range we discussed and then throw in a couple of wild cards. And often it's
2: the wild card. Often it's the thing we didn't think about
3: Yeah, that really
2: it, makes it. It sounds like the colors and the feel of it are different from the rest of your house, too. Correct. So I would think to define like the end of a hallway a powder room or something like that and pull some may, it, it might not flow with everything else but there are spaces in your house that can take on the wild card like mm-hmm. a powder room end of a hallway mm-hmm. a bedroom a guest room that you can go wild in and you can pick maybe there's a lavender that mm-hmm. runs through that for some reason that's in my head and a um
1: we'll pop across a colorway from orange yeah from
2: it. orange yeah. yeah um that you can pull out and yeah let and play with scale a little bit since it's really big. Like maybe it sits right across from the toilet. Finger, what is that thing?
0: <laughs> you know, it's really funny is we used to have this sort of cheeky print. It was this weird thing and it had a funny saying. And for some reason in our old apartment, it was hung up over at the back of the toilet. We got so many com- like comments about from men. Be- yes. From <laughs> men. Yeah. <laughs> because, they happened to see it a lot. Yeah. You know, they had nothing to look at. And so they really were examining that print. So you know what? That is a great. These are important. Yes. These and are actually, important. I, it, it is the first time I ever thought, wow, you really should put hang stuff over your toilet because that truly never occurred to me, seeing as I never look at the back of the toilet. And that's but...
2: really important everywhere <laughs> in, in your house, where if you're sitting in your favorite spot we often think about what that chair looks like and what the pillow Mm -hmm. is in there and what the art is over that. But you're not looking at that. You're sitting in the chair. What do you Mm -hmm. see across the room? Yeah. Yeah. That makes makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. One
0: thing that I did recently because we moved and so we sort of moved things all around. And one of them was um, we have this very kind of abstract contemporary art piece. I, I didn't see that. But we have this very contemporary art piece that I've always really loved, but I hadn't really landed on where I wanted to hang it. So it's really right now just sort of leaning. You know which one I'm probably talking about. It's mm-hmm. like a big red one. Right now it's just sort of leaning. But one thing I recently did is I got um, – we have these little acrylic stands, Easel art makes. stands, uh-huh. easels. And I recently um, got one and I placed this – it's a portrait, a small portrait. It's probably 18 inches wide. It's probably about that. Um, size, of Will's great-grandmother. And it's a very kind of traditional oil painting in a super gilded, ornate frame. I mean, the frame is huge. But putting the little portrait that's all traditional in the acrylic stand in front of the contemporary art piece. But maybe you could do something in the reverse. Like maybe you have Mm. your big western <laughs> landscape. landscape um mm-hmm. but then maybe you could find a abstract or maybe you could even paint something Taryn um <laughs> Taryn's a painter so oh. but maybe you could find oh. a complementary <laughs> piece that's the opposite that is more modern and pair you know layer mm-hmm. it in front of the landscape to make it feel more you know that it would sort of like Brighten it up. Like a little yeah. bit. You know? no, but seriously, I think that you can layer a abstract something on top of it. I agree. And That's great. Advice. It would look totally. All right, the Could other be a one statue of a horse
3: that there are tons of in if say you're on the cheaper side and the thing in an antique store that you're not looking at,
2: mm-hmm.
3: how would you work in that yellow pine furniture of the eighties?
2: Yes. We usually paint it. We paint it.
3: <laughs> Solid
1: answer. That's a great yeah. answer. I mean we usually paint it. I mean sometimes it's that one you know jolt of warmth that yeah. we need in a room, and mm-hmm. you know growing up in the South, there's a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of people can have some sort of sentimental attachment to it because their mm-hmm. grandma had one or you know whatever, and so it can be that one warm thing, but sometimes it's ugly. the like, biggest thing is really le-
2: um is letting it break up because a lot of people bring it to the table. I don't know if this is a pun. <laughs> um, I'm not sure we're on a journey. let's find out. <laughs> And it's a breakfast suite set mm-hmm. suit that people use different words for this kitchenette. Mm-hmm. What is it, What is the other? It means all the stuff matches. All the the, All upset. the stuff matches. It <laughs> must break up. They must. Mm-hmm. They must go into different rooms. You can keep it all but let's move in a different, it becomes yeah. a desk chair in someone's room um, and then they can be treated different ways. But if it's all together and it's all yellow, it will be dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it comes back together later. Maybe we're going to appreciate it later. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if you're going to love your husband tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> we do have people ask us. Well, I love it in 10 years.
1: And Kate every time goes, I don't know if you're going to love your husband in 10 years. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. That- we want
0: no, but that is it. That's so no, true because so I, th- I think people try to make decisions and I do this too, where you really want to, if you're going to spend a lot of money, yeah. you want to buy something that you're going to love for a long time. Mm-hmm. But the realistic, but like you're saying, you just, there's no way to
1: know that. And you pick some things that you decide that you think you're going to love for 10 years. And some things take a risk on. And I hope that you love the things Mm -hmm. in 10 years. I also hope you love things you take a risk on. I hope you love
2: your husband in 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But something you're going to tire of.
2: Yeah. Because if you... Like your husband. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Because you're going to tire of something. I mean, if you're the type of person that is hiring a designer, you care about your environment and you think about it. Mm -hmm. Whether... It's that you have 30,000 Pinterest boards that you're pinning to all the time or that, you know, it needs to be done Mm -hmm. and you appreciate someone else doing it, whatever. But I mean, the point is something. If you appreciate a designer coming into your life, you're going to dislike something.
2: And what freedom to let that go. I mean, not completely. We do We do have one client who said, I want to hate it in five years. That was really awesome. That um, <laughs> <It> was great. <laughs> it, most people are not like that. De- I don't even want to be like that because, you know, you want to invest in things yeah. that you're going to love. Yeah. But if you don't feel that pressure to know who you're going to be in 10, 20 years, then you can make decisions a lot better. Yeah. And then that's how we improve people's lives and then do yeah. therapy with them. Right.
0: <laughs> well, I will say that I think that when you do a room all the way like you do it to 100%. Mm-hmm. You're more likely to like it for longer. Right. I, I don't Agreed. know how to explain that, but maybe mm-hmm. um like think about if you get a black dress and this black dress just like fits you perfectly, it is perfect. You're probably going to wear it for 10 years. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you just get any black dress and it's fine, you don't love it, right. but like yeah. it works and it was affordable. Then in 10 years, you're not going to wear that again. Yeah. right. So it's like if you do your room mm-hmm. to where you've really completed it and you've done the right drapery and you've done your rug the right size and it really kind of feels finished, mm-hmm. then I imagine you never – I don't know how to exc- explain it, but like you never sort of are trying to rethink it because it works. Mm-hmm. And right. it's a
2: feeling. Yeah. That room has a feeling then. It's not just there's a room with a chair and a sofa. And we always encourage people to do – if there's several projects going on and there's lots of things to finish in a house, try to do one room and you have to choose. And you're not just like, we're just going to jump money, a bunch of money into this whole house. Do one room all the way. Otherwise, you're <laughs> not going to see where your money went.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and the feeling's not going to be there. But you'll love this one room. And next year or the year after that, we'll do, mm-hmm. we'll do another one and you'll feel that way. But yeah. just getting counterstools and a piece of art in the bathroom. Well, and
1: it kind of goes to the, (laughs)
2: you know, the
1: cry once, the um, if we're going to do it, let's do it. Like all the Mm cliches, like Mm -hmm. pour it all into one thing and make it perfect. And then you also like you see what the rest of your home can be. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe it's maybe you did a whole floor, but you didn't do the other floor. I mean, whatever it is, if you bit off a piece instead of the whole thing, just go whole hog and Mm -hmm. buy exactly what you want. Yep. right then. And chances are, if you love something enough to invest in it, you're going to love it a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a designer's probably going to push you to invest in a couple of things that you're like, Oh, I don't know, but she said so. So let's do it. And that's great. And sometimes those are the things they love the most. And sometimes they're the things five years later, they're like, all right, I know you told me. And I t- thought I would love it eventually, but I just don't love it. Okay. Move yeah. to the guest room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. But it is. I mean, you have to take some risks, Um, Because that's the fun. That's the fun in it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh And your life is so unrisky. You were just taking decorating risks.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Don't get crazy.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, and we say this all the time, it's just decorating. No one's performing surgery, and this is not a life or death situation. Mm -mm. You know, if you don't love that shade of blue in five years and you decide to reupholster your chair, then that's okay.
3: Speaking of upholstery, how do you – Make it so that you don't have the most boring, sectional, boring living room, but you got kids, uh-huh. so you want to keep it super cash.
2: One of the <laughs> Don't get a sectional unless it actually makes sense in your home, just because- <laughs> PSA. That's <laughs>
0: good. <laughs> well, explain it what
2: is, you mean, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is- Space planning, thinking about conversation, or you could just get a big old honkin' sectional and everybody is smack dab together and we're all staring at the same corner. But we can't talk to each other because we're all smacked together on a sectional. It's weird at <laughs> a baby shower. I don't like it. Nobody has anywhere to put their drinks. Sectionals are wonderful in many, many space plans and they have been a great solution. They're not the only solution. <laughs> I keep leaning into the microphone here. <laughs> Um, So that's one thing, but I mean, but also, I mean,
1: science and human innovation has given us so many great strides in indoor outdoor fabric and Krypton and Mm -hmm. all of the treatments that you can do. Even if you bought a beautiful light linen sofa, there are so many different treatments you can put on it of varying powers, (laughs) if (laughs) you will, depending on if it's kids wine and dogs or just kids or just dogs or just wine. But (laughs) I mean, I mean, Spending the money on that because yeah. um, we've got a couple of clients that they like we got kids and we don't want to tell them they can't play. We have friends that I mean, we my want friends to are not crazy. be mad at when they spill wine on the <laughs> yeah. sofa. Um, so we yeah. outdoor fabric and it has come so far in terms of texture and mm-hmm. pattern and color. And um, it also often gives us a way to get a cute little pattern. Um, sofa in there and which we love.
2: There are a couple things that we do with um, with kids and dogs and durable fabrics and things like that. So we've got Krypton We're- and Sunbrella, okay. which is great. And then we do the fancy fabric on the front and the not so fancy fabric on the back. We call it the jewel um, side. Called the drool side um, uh, sofa. Uh, nope, or sorry. Dead. Oop, that that was a good question. <laughs> that would have been real bad looking. Oh, I wonder if people listen enough or care enough, and would there would start being two tone sofas everywhere. <laughs> that would be so We've nice. Done it. on a pillow. So if the, you know, the really pretty floral that has a nice white background that's beautiful that you want out, but you also are the type of person to eat on your sofa, you flip it over and you've got the indoor-outdoor, the Krypton fabric on the back.
3: And we'll do a pretty
2: trim so it just looks custom. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily look like it's... A drool side
3: but if your neighbor <laughs> comes over with their kids you're not yeah. real you can flip your pillows yes with them. yep
2: mm-hmm. exactly brilliant. brilliant yeah exactly well i don't also know it I mean, looks really pretty are, and custom too and yeah, it often it means pretty.
1: like you're it, it's an opportunity for an unexpected color to come mm-hmm. around like it's a spot for an acid yellow or something mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. otherwise yeah you know blue
2: soothing room or whatever mm-hmm. so. yeah leather is big oh yeah that we use um mm-hmm. and then where do you use leather the most ottomans dining chairs um we, we still do leather sofa from time to time um, especially like a tufted one yep a like chesterfield um, style yeah five yeah okay <laughs> um more, things like don't need to look mm-hmm. comfortable mm-hmm. they need to be comfortable that is mm-hmm. a lesson that we keep trying to teach people if you're a tushy tester and you need to that's fine just be honest with yourself and um and test things out to see if they are comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's a, a lot of times we have something called love-hate where we just show a bunch of things to clients and they'll be like, it doesn't look comfortable. That doesn't matter. If it looks comfortable, it's a pillow. It's a beanbag. Mm-hmm. That's not pretty. <laughs> yeah. We have to bring those two things together, pretty yeah. and functional. <laughs> um, and then meatball factor we talk about a lot. So things that are patterned, a lot of small scaled stuff. So if you drop something on it, it'd be really hard to find that stain um and then if you are the people who a sectional does work for you um and so you've got the corner sectional and then you've got the corner that we're all staring at that's our favorite gordon dunningism um and that is the weirdo cousin chair um the, the weirdo cousin is the most interesting thing in the room you might not want to sit there and hang out with it but you do want to uh, look at it but you, you do, do wanna want to look at it talk about it so it's usually the <laughs> the worst view to the tv but it's got like cool pattern on it or something like that and be so problems. that's a good place to put your neat fabric on it that might might be expensive honestly and mm-hmm. but most people aren't going to sit in it so mm-hmm. yeah just yeah. by the rule of or you just have the one. The odds.
1: limits to dogs kids whatever yeah. instead of a whole
2: room we have a lot we work with a lot of families so we got a <laughs> lot of tricks with that yeah. <laughs>
0: I well, see. Okay. Yeah. I imagine most people do go into it wanting a sectional, though. So, what are I want to kind of go into this more because I think sectionals are so popular now, and they everyone are. wants a sectional, and they're always huge. And you're right; I never really thought about it, but it is weird because you can never put your drink down. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times they're so deep that if you do want to put your drink on the ottoman, you have to like hoist yourself mm-hmm. up out of all that to work, foam. Out, Caroline huh
3: to work out it is i don't <laughs> is. have abs and so it's never really, really
1: hard <laughs> <laughs> and i think a large part of that is just talking it out like really getting to know your client's needs um and and sometimes it is the right solution to, mm-hmm. to have a sectional but um in our ideation meeting, good which kate mentioned it's called love hate um because we work with a lot of southerners and sometimes people like sugarcoat things and we mm-hmm. don't need to sugarcoat it like we just, we need to know if you're going to love it or not. If you're going to hate it, then we don't want to put it in your home. Yeah. Even if we thought it was beautiful, there's something else on the table we also thought was beautiful and works well for your life. Right. Um, but often in that meeting, we're discussing a number of different space plans and um, what the benefits and um, benefits are of each one. And we're weighing this with them. And if it meets the most needs, then great. But usually it doesn't. And I think talking that out in plan, on paper, where clients can see it, that helps them understand that actually, no, this other plan works better for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I can seat more people or I can entertain better. Or, you know, if you're just only doing movie nights in there for two people, yeah. then maybe sectional is right.
0: Yeah. But- well, you're right. Cause I, I think everyone thinks, oh, a huge, um, U-shaped sectional will seat so many people, but actually Think about how many people sit on your regular sofa. Mm-hmm. That's two. Yeah. No one wants to sit in the third seat. I mean, right. right. we have, we for a while had um, just our sofa and we hadn't gotten near our side chairs. So we had limited seating and it was so funny. It's like a social experiment. Oh, yes. <laughs> we would have people come over. They would sit on the floor before they would sit in that middle seat right. on the sofa. Yes. There was right. an
1: available seat there.
0: We but often they, will do
1: a bench seat or a two-over-two a two, over two sofa just because it's not going to happen. Unless it's a baby shower.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, and we do seat. say yeah. this seat's six comfortably for a, a movie night or 10 to 12 for babies, baby shower seating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, that, that's, perchi- that's perching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, sectionals just, they, I think people want to be comfortable at home when they're watching a movie with their kids. Right. And you can have both. You can have something that looks pretty and is comfortable, and a sectional is just the obvious thing. But then you can only have one color. You just, <laughs> you've committed to this giant U sectional that is one color and one fabric. Yeah, unless <laughs> unless you do two <laughs> <At your>
1: tone, two <laughs> tone.
2: Twenty mm-hmm.
1: twenty twips and trends.
2: I've seen that done well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah no, I've
0: no, seen it, it, done it done well. It has been Super done well. <laughs> yes. I
2: think the way a,
3: I'm referring to it, probably I'm not doing it's a it well. Very
2: <laughs> custom situation too, and it can be awesome. Okay, wait, when it's go, done well,
3: let's go back to this original thought
0: because what were you saying? Is how you do the two tone? It's the pillows. Oh okay. <laughs> the front of the pillow and
2: then the and then the drool Good. side. Yeah.
0: Drool yeah. Side. Do you ever cuz while well, mm-hmm. we do that a lot with dining chairs?
3: Too.
2: Oh, yes. yes.
0: Yes. You yes. know, your performance on the seat and pretty in the, in the back. back. Yeah. Yeah, pretty in the back. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially with y'all's um like French chairs, Louis chairs. The, yeah. So pretty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we'll it's just that.
0: practical. You know, I mean, there's right. you can do both. You can have the performance, but then you can also do something decorative and um you know, why would you put white linen on your dining chair seat? It doesn't make any
2: sense. No, unless you know? you're just going to take a picture of it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So do white performance. Exactly. And voila.
2: There you, there you go. go. You solved it. Okay, I think go. it's
0: time for us to answer some listener questions. Dilemmas. Dilemmas. Dilemmas,
1: huh?
3: Here we go, everyone. This is from Natalie. Whew. All right. My mom and I love discussing your pod. We both moved last summer and it's been a lot of fun designing our new spaces. My husband and I purchased a ranch home in Knoxville, Tennessee. Probably like my El Rancho. (laughs) We spent the last six months painfully removing wallpaper, but we're finally moving on. I apologize for the pictures. They're from the real estate listing because my house is a mess. Um, My dilemma... (laughs) Right. And so is everyone's. Um, My dilemma involves the living room, office, and entryway. When we enter the house. The dining room is on the left, the office is on the right, and the main living room is straight ahead. To get into the office, you walk through an arch doorway. The office is then connected to the living room via a second arch doorway. The living room has a vaulted ceiling and is supported by a half wall with spindles. We plan to replace the spindle wall with either a beam or a beam plus post setup. The living room is where we currently watch TV. We'd like the office to be a workspace or a space to relax away from the TV. Our general plan is to place a desk in front of the bay window, bookcases along the long wall, and then some sort of chair arrangement around a coffee table. There is no overhead lighting in either room, but we plan to eventually add it. The living room is fairly dark while the office is the opposite. I'm trying to think of a way to increase the natural light without totally removing the wall between the two rooms. I thought about shifting and widening the sh- shared doorway and adding French doors. Along with the French doors, I thought about closing up the arch between the office and entry. This means you could only enter the office through the French doors in the living room. Is that crazy? My thinking is the French doors will allow for more light in the living room while also allowing for space definition. Currently, our entryway has a good amount of floor space, but very little usable wall space. Closing the arch between the office and the entry would create a space where I could place a table or a small stool to drop off mail, put on shoes, etc. It would also eliminate the foot traffic between the two arches, which I assume means I could use more of the floor space for seating arrangement. Does this make sense? Is it better to leave the walls as is and work to incorporate overhead lighting, Instead, do you have any ideas for these two rooms or how to make the entryway more usable? This is our first house, and we've held off on buying new furniture until the space is livable. So all design and decorating suggestions are welcome. Construction is complete. Minus, I guess, that one spindly ranch wall.
2: Ah, more pictures. Oh, that's really helpful when I turn the page.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she did find some good angled photos, and she called out everything. Even the wall she wants to take out.
2: The spindle wall is yeah. very interesting. Yeah, it's
0: so unnecessary. Yeah.
2: But I got to applaud that person. They took a risk. We don't love it 10 years later, but good for them. <laughs> you
3: know? When this branch was built, I bet it was hot. I bet Whoa. it was. Yeah. Yes. Which is it
2: great. 100%
3: was. Yeah, that's um
2: little PSA I have. We we say all the time in our generation, like, what were they thinking? <laughs> like, Stop. Get off of yours. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> Our children are going to say it about us. Mm-hmm, Stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were thinking they liked it. <laughs> Just like you like shiplap. Hush.
3: So true. <laughs> it's so everybody, true. everybody love what they want to love and do what
1: they want to do. hmm Okay, so. Definitely
2: that,
1: that? so
2: mm-hmm. definitely that should go away.
3: So it's definitely super 70s. Oh, boy, if it can. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: very. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. So she was... Does she cut cut off one of the entryways, one of the arches, so that she can have a closed office and have more room or wall in her entry? I think so. I I think I like the
2: French door idea. There was that just the dining room. I think she wanted the
3: French doors towards the living room.
2: Yeah.
3: So that the office is literally just French doors. That's all you get, and it's a completely closed room. And if she closes gotcha. up,
1: that one archway into the off arch doorway into the her cased opening, but not cased uh, mm-hmm. opening.
2: Into the office.
3: If she closes that up, then she
1: can have something for a key drop, et cetera.
3: Yes, because she wants something at her entry.
2: Closing this one. We're doing French doors there.
1: <laughs> I think definitely
2: close the yes. one for you Gotcha.
3: She go to the last page. She gives you tips and tricks. Thanks. <laughs> she calls it up. That's the best angle one to kind of see for.
2: Gotcha. Yeah.
3: Ah. yeah. So she kind of want to mix the office so good you don't job, even Natalie. notice it when you come in. Like you'd come in, have a little table there with stools or something, a little moment in your entry, and then you'd be in the big main living room.
2: Yeah. Right. I think I think her ideas are good, actually. And that's a great little nook to put a table.
1: Well, you can even put something as big as a chest there. I mean, yeah. to get you a little more depth. Because mm-hmm. um, then you can put a really beautiful, you know, chunky lamp there and a key drop and then some beautiful piece of artwork back there and really fill that space. And then you'll actually be able to see that moment um, from the living room mm-hmm. really well. If it's in chunky. a mirror to check yourself. Okay. My yeah. only
0: concern about the French doors is it looks like they're going to be off center. Like oh, in from- the office.
3: Like well, they technically, if she's closing up a yeah. wall, she probably should scoot over and center the French doors on the wall. Right. But she would have to... Does
1: she want that for privacy?
3: But she would have to essentially... Yes. I think she wants okay. to keep it Yeah,
0: keep it private, up but you have a, the
2: light come through.
0: Like, widen it, but also wall it to make it centered. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to mm-hmm. be centered in the room. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the we- ideal would be to uchi it down, but... Well, is it... S- I'm looking at a pathway to her past.
0: Yeah. Why doesn't... Okay. Why doesn't she just get rid of the wall with the spindles and put her drop table on the wall that already
2: exists? The wall between the French door wall and the entryway?
0: Yeah. That could be pretty, too. Oh, here? Because, I mean... Yeah. So, the wall that's behind the spindle wall, why doesn't she just make that her drop spot with an entry...
3: Like, a long, skinny console to... um. Well, it looks like it would then... It looks like that's her hallway. You know? So then you have to kind of go around it to get down your hallway. So I don't know I don't, if that's just a foot traffic. It looks like it's literally three oh, feet away.
2: My husband's from Knoxville, it's a nice place.
0: It is. <laughs> I love Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I that's what I don't, have to say about this. I don't dislike at all her idea, but I the the uncentered French door in the office, I feel like it's gonna look really strange. I dig these
2: arches. It, I think it, it, what is that there? Is that a piano? I don't know. Maybe that wall is valuable. Mm. I'm wondering if that wall, because all of the furniture in the office is floating. It's because that's a pathway back there. From one Gotcha. To the
0: but also, this is the real estate photo. Right. So it's a we don't eye. care about that furniture.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. But I wonder oh. if the furniture is floating for a reason.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. reason
2: it's floating
1: is just for traffic pattern. Okay. And that, from between those mm-hmm. two doors, I think mm-hmm. that's the only reason it's floating. There might be a piano there too, but I think to your point, if you closed up that one doorway, then you could, I mean, feasibly, and I should say construction's done and here I am, um, but you could do built-in bookcases on that whole wall, um, looking into the living room from the office, on, mm. inside the office, and mm-hmm. then... Maybe you could do something with the millwork that helped make the off-centeredness
2: of right. that door make sense. Because uh, if you do mm-hmm. French doors in an arch, something really pretty could happen there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's archways several times. And that usually in a ranch, I would think that looks strange. But it seems like there's a lot of height in this house, which is pretty cool. Um, so there's archways. There, there's an opportunity there instead of squashing them. Um, also... Think about how much overhead light you want to spend money on putting in the house because there's a fan there, so you can just put a fixture, put it on a dimmer. I find I am turning off my overhead light all the time Mm -hmm. Um, because I look prettier in lamplight, and everybody Mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. Um, Lamps are just prettier, so put it on a dimmer. But some
1: overhead light in the office might be nice. Oh, in the office for sure. Placed, but then I was also looking at. I mean, because it's got this. beadboard on the wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could easily turn that into, you know, one color room and then built-ins and the open archway with French doors on it. That could just become like a cocoon of, you mm-hmm. know, a deep blue or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever color suits your fancy.
2: I think um, she does have a speckled ceiling. So
0: is she planning to remove that beadboard paneling, I wonder? I think she's going to have to if she covers that up. Yeah, yeah. She
3: totally cuts, puts the that one arch... Covered up and yeah, Then yeah Then yeah Then it's her.
2: gotta go yeah. yeah But I think painting it all one color And making it That is where you put things Like the prairie art mm-hmm. It becomes <laughs> something special Especially if she closes that off That's another advantage of that If you close off um, The entryway And have the French doors It becomes this contained room That can be something Completely different Than the rest of the house and mm-hmm. I
1: know you just took out all the wallpaper, but you can put some back in. <laughs> I
2: can see why the wallpaper that was there, Maybe I can envision
1: what it was. I can, what I can envision was. what it might have been, and I don't think it's probably the uh, respect I, was, I replace that choice. Yes. That's
3: Agreed. Just, yes, I totally agree with that. That's and great. I, I will say, because she was speaking about the lighting, uh, you know, doing the French doors, so that the light comes from the office into mm-hmm. this den. And we had, again, in our El Rancho, similar where – we put in some French doors in an area, hoping the light would um, move but with the low ceilings in some of those rooms. It's not really going to move as far as you think. So if mm-hmm. you really want a lot of light, to your point, where in the living room, definitely get rid of the fan, get something with a lot of light, and then do a, a lot of great lamps in there. And
2: possibly too. a full light uh, front door. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea, too. That's a good too, idea. Will work. Yeah, yeah. Layers and
1: layers of light. Yeah, I guess that is. Overheads.
0: I like. I see. I just. I
3: love the arches. Me too. I I think they're really cool. Maybe maybe she can get French doors to fit the one arch. mm -hmm. How? How? Money? Then what's gonna (laughs) go? (laughs) (laughs) That is a money situation. Or, (laughs)
2: mm, I hesitate to say. A transom. Where? where over uh, French doors. That is arched.
0: <laughs>
2: hmm Oh, I see. Um, it would have to be a very specific transom, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> not talking about stained glass.
3: That's true.
0: I mm-hmm. feel like there, I don't know. I, if it, I, I'd, I wouldn't take that front well, door. Well, it's because there's so them. many
3: arches that, like... It's repetitive, so it feels right. And so if you take away too many of the arches, all of a sudden will the remaining arches feel Feel random. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I
0: think they will. I Mm -hmm. do think she, regardless of whether she takes this entry arch out, I do think she can do a lot on the um, solid wall that's already in the entryway. Whether that's, Uh you know, a real narrow shelf that goes about chest Mm -hmm. height that she can put... A little organizer for mail and a bowl and a th- you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. some sconces, a great mirror. And she can almost create what almost would feel like a full entryway on this wall mm-hmm. using virtually no like furniture. Mm-hmm. You know, Could she had two shelf. great sconces, a mirror, and a, just a shelf where she can place things. That's kind of
3: what you need the most. I mean, because yeah. she already has a coat closet. So yeah, she doesn't need which is awesome. real storage. Or knock out that coat closet and have your moment yeah true mm-hmm. yep as long as that
2: door swing doesn't
3: hit the well they, they got a door stop <laughs> yeah, just a yeah. mm-hmm. true that's how mine well no never mind <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> mm,
1: no i mean you could just even if you took that yeah doesn't get you much real estate but if you move the door to the closet just to the other side facing the living room and then shrunk it a little bit then you can even get your moment and still keep your closet if you want mm-hmm.
0: do you think putting in french doors will make her room feel lighter or should she just spend more money on lighting
1: i think she's should spend more money on lighting and the reason i say that layers. is it's going to be yeah layers of lighting it's going to be a, an expense to put in french doors in any in archway i mean just is and mm-hmm. If the privacy, though, is what she needs the most, then maybe that is the answer. If mm-hmm. she's going to have those closed and her husband be in the living room and wants that light, like, I see the, the function. But otherwise, right. they could be, Um, if she doesn't need the privacy, they could stay open. But if you're going to do doors, period, then I guess make them French doors, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah I see no reason to make them not solid. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a yeah. any change. But we think they should be arched. Yes. Mm hmm. I
1: just think the arches are, seem to be such an important element of the architecture of the house.
2: hmm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And if it was in, like, another room somewhere else, it would be one thing. But they're four all within. Sight, yeah. Yeah, sight of each other. So having a different door type. Yeah. Would mm-hmm. look so strange.
1: Agreed.
2: And there's no substitute for natural light. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can layer in lamp everywhere, but. So, I would do everything you can not to clog up that door that's directly from the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mirrors, oh, the HDTV thing that mirror, mirrors reflect light, that's really true. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I really do. It's neat.
3: Just putting some mirrors. <laughs> Neatly, um,
2: strategically, um, possibly across from if there is a space next to where it looks like there's a fireplace. Mm-hmm. In the family room in the in the main living, mm-hmm. there might be an opportunity for a a mirror vignette that would reflect the light coming from the front. I mean,
1: but even to the left that's pretty far the,
2: piece, but
1: left of the entry door, you know, where you were talking about that moment, Caroline, having that, if that had a mirror involved in it too, that'll help bounce the front door light,
2: yeah, yep. mirrors that are pretty not just like glued on the wall
3: <laughs> that
2: was. That was a thing. That I was remember thing. the mirrored sliding doors uh, to mm-hmm. your um, closet.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's not what we're talking about here. Yeah,
1: might have had <laughs> some in the house before.
2: We have some
0: great did. mirrors online. So nice. There you go. In yes, you do. every shape and size and color
2: and finish. We have movie. bought Louis two ones. recently.
0: The
2: <laughs> um, the oh, our oh, project right. manager actually let me buy them, like <laughs> purchase them. You actually hit the button. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> Usually like we cool. mess up ordering. We're yeah, not we're not allowed to order. Usually um, <laughs> we mess it up. We ship it to the wrong place or something. We're not allowed. Um, but there's one white plaster one that's kind of wavy. Mm-hmm. Mm, that one. Mm-hmm. And the Louie. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if that was helpful. I feel like we, we
0: talked about everything under the sun with this question, but hopefully, we gave you some suggestions, <laughs> Natalie. So nice. the, I think the moral of the story is there are multiple ways to tackle it. It kind of just comes down to your budget, um, yeah, and which one works best for you. Oh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because I think her plan sounds like a good one, but it's not necessarily the only option. And
2: agreed. It, yeah. It's a great house. Yeah. And again, Knoxville is neat. It's very pretty. With a K.
0: Okay. That is our show. Um, Kate and Latham, can you tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, see your work, stalk you? Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Tell um, them. <laughs> tell them, You can find us on the interwebs. <laughs> um, gordondunning.com is our website. And- Gordon Dunning. Yes. It's not Gordan dunning g-o-r-d-o-n and then running with a d D d-u-n-n-i-g and then gordon dunning
1: is our instagram handle and that's where we have the most fun um although much of it you will find online um at our website but it's always fun to kind of follow along and see what's going on in the day today because um there's always an adventure in (laughs) interior design um we've got a lot of fun adventures coming up um over the next couple of months so enjoy (laughs)
0: Well, thanks for being our guest. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thank y'all for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's our show. Thank you for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. We'd love to read it. And also don't forget to send your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. We'll answer it on a future episode. And check out the show notes for this episode at howtodecorate.com slash podcast. We'll link to those mirrors that we talked about. And I can't think of what else we talked about, but many things. We'll link to them all there in the show notes. And follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And don't forget to enable the How to Decorate skill in your Amazon account so that you can listen to us from your Alexa. Um. And (laughs) I can't think of anything else. So until next time, happy happy decorating. decorating. (laughs)